Hi there, listeners. We are Mackenzie and Jamie, and we are the hosts of the Made to Be Free podcast. We have conversations about pretty much everything, but we like to focus on holistic methods that will help you find real transformation and get further along on your journey to freedom. We are so glad you're here. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. So glad to be sitting here again with Jamie, who hasn't felt well this week, but she's sitting here. She feels better. We're so glad. Yep. I have had one of the weirdest weeks uh, in a while because I've just been in bed a lot of it, which felt very strange. I actually don't enjoy that. You'd think I would. And I, yeah. I like after one day, I'm like so stir crazy. Oh, I start getting like the restless leg thing where I'm just like, yeah. let me out. Yes. But I don't feel good enough. Yes. <laughs> so I have. Yeah. I don't normally get sick, but it got me this week. So I'm so I'm, glad you rested. I did rest and I am. I'm back just with a little bit of a nasally sound, but that's all good. Um, So what are we talking about today, Mackenzie? We're going to continue our conversation about the Holy Spirit and these moments when we know the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and trying to convict us of something and change our mind. So we're going to dive into that a little bit. What are your thoughts on that, Jamie? Well, I'm just wondering if any of our listeners actually want to have their minds changed because, you know, we kind of like (laughs) the way our minds go sometimes we kind of get kind of stuck in it but yes well we're going to talk to those of you who are ready for a change you're ready for your mind to be changed and for behaviors to change as well I have a feeling that if there are people in this moment when we said that they're ready for your holy spirit to change your mind you felt it yep right no and if you didn't feel it just brace yourself because it's coming right (laughs) so Anybody, anybody who's in the spirit will understand. Yes. So this is the thing about um, listening to the spirit's voice. First of all, if you are in Christ, then the Holy Spirit is actually part of your life. He's part. It's part of a normal Christian experience. Amen. And um, in Romans eight, nine, it says you, you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact the spirit of God dwells in you and anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. And so basically if if you're, if you have been sealed with, with, um, the Holy spirit, he's going to speak to you. It's going to happen. And so to this idea that some Christians have that, well, I just never hear from God. I'm, I would guarantee you he's speaking. You're just not clued into what he's like, what's going on or maybe how to hear him. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree. And I think for me, I think I was probably following Jesus for, oh gosh, probably six or seven years. And I was one of those people yep. that's like, I don't know if I've ever felt the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until I was on a mission trip and we were in this, we were being hosted by a very charismatic church and we were in this service that was just, just amazing and mm-hmm. Holy Spirit filled. And I remember feeling this like electricity through my body, yep. but it was familiar. I was right. like, oh, I have felt this before. This is, this is elevated. Yeah. Like this is a mountaintop experience as yep. we talk about. But I have felt this feeling mm-hmm. before. The Holy Spirit has been speaking to me. Yeah. So it almost, I almost needed that validation, but he is always speaking. He he's, is. he's not intentionally quiet. No, not at all. And what would you say to those people who are kind of um, maybe skeptical and who are like, well, you're just talking about emotions. That's oh, all that is. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, who created our emotions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Well, and I think, well, and, and further in my walk, I can tell. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what we're going to talk about. Yes. Like, what is the evidence? Yes. Like, what can we really, what can we feel here? All of that. How can we discern whether it is? Because, I mean, sometimes we do have human emotions and they're yeah. heightened and we're right. not in a regulated space. And I think it's so important to surrender those emotions and kind of reconcile them with mm-hmm. what God is saying. So, and I don't, I'm not, af- I'm not afraid of emotions. No. I think I used to be, but no I don't think is. I'm afraid of them anymore. So I just sit in them and go, okay, what, yep. what is this? What do I need to learn from this? And just allow the Holy spirit to kind of weed through it and, and help me get rid of the muck mm-hmm. and find what I'm supposed to be learning through all that. Yeah. I think emotions are our friends and conviction is our friend. Like this, this, these, these do not have to be different things like this. All they like, actually all works together. I think you, like you said, God created these emotions. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of funny that we would downplay them mm-hmm. because they are indicators of something yeah. else. And so that's all like the Holy spirit uses them all the time. And I think what, no matter what the spirit is saying to you, it could be, well, first of all, it's not going to contradict his word. And, Amen. but if you're feeling this urge to, make disciples or, you know, um, be better in your, your spiritual disciplines or, um, worship God, ha- go in deeper communion, like all the different things like that. Like if you're feeling that urge, go for it mm-hmm. and dive into that because this is the thing. I think what happens is for, for those, and to those of you that I'm talking to who have spiritual baggage from your past where it was like a to-do list. Yeah. I understand that you can be confused. Yeah. Because I've been there where I'm like, am I feeling the urge to read my Bible for an hour because somebody told me I had to do that? Or is it because, no, the Holy Spirit is saying, Jamie, I really want to spend some time with you. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Right. And so I do think like, but it's not going to hurt you. Right. Mm -hmm. If you are wrong, like if it's like your baggage, like spending an hour with the the word, like, I mean, let's be honest, guys, I don't do that very often at all. But there have been times where I've felt this just prompting, I'd like to spend some time with you, Jamie. Yeah. And there were times that in the beginning of my journey towards freedom that I was like, okay, is that God speaking or is that stuff from my past telling me you're not going to be a good Christian Oh, okay. if you don't sit here with me? Yeah. Okay. So there's, you know, I want, so let's talk yeah. a little bit about that. No, that's really good. I think there's, um, that reminded me back when you said, you know, what would you say to people that said that that's like just emotions, mm-hmm. right? I do believe that there is spiritual mani- manipulation sure. in services. You, you, we see it, you know, mm-hmm. I've been to services like that where sure. it's like, they're trying to make me feel something. Mm-hmm. And I just had to have the strength. I mean, if, if your taproot is so deep yeah. in God and you have the Holy Spirit and you recognize the Holy Spirit's voice, you know, when you're being spiritually manipulated. Yes. And if you have been spiritually manipulated, there's no shame there. It's not yeah. your fault. No. You didn't cause that. Even if you believed it and you were led down a path mm-hmm. and felt even astray from the Holy Spirit and maybe exalting something of this world or a human of this world, it's okay. You yeah. just just turn back. Yeah. Turn back to God. Listen to him. He will not manipulate you. That's so good. I because we have to talk about that part mm-hmm. of it because it is an it is it is a reality. What even if it's not the the norm, like even if it's not all the time, it does happen. It does happen. I think also having grace 
for the people that are actually doing the spiritual manipulating because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't sometimes they I even don't. know. Yeah, sometimes I don't even know. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just a practice that they're continuing. Yes, that they've been taught and they, that's all they know how to do. I mean, I could tell stories about people who taught me how to spiritually manipulate mm. in a service. Yeah. And it's not cool. Yeah. Okay. But but also having grace for them to be like, you know what? I don't know that they, they I think their heart was actually good. Yeah. They just, it's all they knew. That's good. So, um, so, so to, for those people that we're talking to, that that would kind of trip you up. You're like, oh yeah, I've tried to hear the spirit of God and I end up with this huge manipulation and people abused it. I, we hear you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it doesn't give you an excuse. <laughs> yeah. You he got to walk forward. Yep. And God is still good and he's still in charge. And he's still trying to speak to you. <laughs> he's still trying to, so he will not manipulate you. that go. Mm-hmm. And I want to invite somebody right now to let it go. Yeah. It's hold it. It's held you back way too long yeah. and it's time to get free from it. Yes. So like, like so good. what's today? Today needs to be the day. Yeah. So did you have something to say? Well, I, I was kind of thinking about this and what I wanted to, what I wanted to share about the evidence of the Holy Spirit. I just kept mm-hmm. thinking of this like evidence. We we say in the Bible, it's we call it the fruit of the Spirit, but that word actually just means evidence mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit, right? So evidence is just the the fingerprint of the Holy Spirit on your the things that you do every day, your thoughts and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that we try to find when we are having this moment, because we're talking about a moment, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about this moment where we feel like, the Holy Spirit is convicting us or something needs to change or thinking mm-hmm. needs to change. And God is trying to send us on a, a different trajectory in our life. Right. So, but at the beginning of that, it's how do we, how do we know, mm. you know, how do we know mm-hmm. spiritually that something needs to change and that God is pushing us forward and, and how do we know just in our personal lives, how that is. Right. Well, you know, Mackenzie, I have, I have, thoughts on that I'm sure you do <laughs> I mean I have thoughts on a lot of things I should stop saying that because um but okay one of the best ways I think that the Holy Spirit work like kind of nails us like like okay I have something to talk to you about mm-hmm. is in relationships with other people personally oh. that has been for me I have okay I okay so there's there is that quiet moment you know where you're like journaling and reading Mm -hmm. the Bible and all of a sudden you just like something is just downloaded and you're like oh I think that's the spirit those are great Mm -hmm. those are happy moments yeah and then there's those other moments where you're working with people and all of a sudden there's something like a inside and you're like I think somebody's trying to get my attention I don't want to believe that's God but I think it is (laughs) that's good I know what you mean. You know I think about. a few people are relating right now. <laughs> yes. For sure. So sometimes things we need to work on become apparent as we work with other people. So one that's, I, I, I we'll get back to the other part where we're like in the quiet moment, you know, God's like saying this is a different tra- trajectory, but let's talk about a little bit for a little while, very practically when we're talking about things that we're convicted about. Mm. Okay. Okay. Like, Sometimes what happens is I think personally, and I, I'm, I will take responsibility for this in my life because I feel like my motives are good. I don't have a bad motive. Okay. That when I come across in a way to somebody or have something I need to work on, my tendency is to blame shift and say mm. it's their issue. Okay. They have the problem. 
And I've, you know, because I knew my motive, right? I'm like, my motive is good. Oh, yeah. So I couldn't, so I can't be wrong. Right. Right? If your right. motive was good, you can't be wrong. But you can't I've be. never felt that way, Jamie. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I hate this. This is I know. confession. Seriously. This is, this is us. So, yeah. so this is what's, what's interesting about this to me is you can either go to where you're blame shifting and everything is somebody else's problem, or you can be that kind of person that's like, it's all me. I'm a horrible person. You know, mm-hmm. like blaming yourself, yeah. guilt and shame. Neither one of those sound healthy. No. The extremes are not a good thing, guys. We mm-hmm. need to get somewhere in the middle where you find a healthy balance where you're like, okay, some of this is I need to own, acknowledge I need, I have things to work on, listen to feedback from others, how you come across, and then invite the Holy Spirit into that space because he's probably trying to get your attention. Allow him permission to invade those places. Yeah. And it's it, it will be uncomfortable, but I believe this is one of the ways the Holy Spirit helps you with resilience yes. in your life. Yes. That even when it's hard, even when it's tough, there are things that I am going to have to do mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit's going to partner with me Yeah, to make a change. That's so good. I was thinking about, I love this idea of bringing other people into this conversation because it can, we can talk so much about our relationship with Christ as being it's just between us, right? He understands me. Right. I understand him. He's got my back. He's my homie. He's my right? homie. <laughs> what is the one the kids are saying now? Top G? Top G? Like, <laughs> I've never I, it heard feels that. so disrespectful to call God the top G. Yeah. But apparently this is Gen Z language that is. Yeah. yeah like, oh, oh my gosh. My wow. Please have a little bit of respect for the King yeah, of Kings and the I Lord of be Lord. adopting that one. I know. I do. I do appreciate Gen Z. I love you, Gen love, Z. Yes, we love you. I'm not going to be that but person that the dogs on the previous be generation. Be careful how you talk about God. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> Um, but we do have to experience God with other believers, yes. right? So it's, I think it's very important. I was, I was reading in Galatians mm-hmm. 5, right? We all know that verse about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? Which we just mentioned was just mm-hmm. the evidence of the Holy Spirit. But I find so many times people like these really memorable, memorizing verses or memorable, memorable. verses, mm-hmm. um, if you just keep reading a little tiny bit, it helps clarify things, right? And I think people cut yes. cut it off a little too soon and take it in a in a different direction. So I something that this whole thing reminded me of Galatians five twenty two through twenty six, mm. and everybody knows this first part. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self control. Mm. Against such thing there is no law. Those who belong in Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature. Mm with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. That last sentence is all about interacting with other people. It's not just about you and the Spirit, right? It is about taking what the Holy Spirit is doing inside of you and applying it and interacting with your people, believers Mm -hmm. and non-believers. Let us not become conceited. Let us not believe that what we believe is right and what everybody else believes is wrong. Ouch. Or that somehow we have superior superiority over them. Yes. Provoking. Let's not, like, argue with people, right? right. Why are we arguing with people? And envying each other. If you, if, if envy, if that word envy just struck something for mm-hmm. you, go back to season one and listen to yes. Freedom from Envy. That yes. was, we got a lot of responses on that one. So the evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life 
mm-hmm. does come through how we are interacting with each other. Yeah. That's really powerful because God, you know, in the very beginning we see in the story of creation, first of all, we see the union of the Trinity. We see it there. Let us make man in our own image. Mm -hmm. And then we see this idea of it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah. He wanted community. That Mm -hmm. was like, that's from the very beginning, the his fingerprints on our DNA and on all of creation is community. Yes. So if you, I mean, and Mackenzie and I are both introverts who love our alone time mm-hmm. and we can get really excited about some nice little, you know, I can, I mean, I, we've had this conversation, but like a rainy day, mm-hmm. candles burning, cozy blanket, reading just, the Bible. Yes. My, my journal. Tea. Oh, tea. I mean, journaling, my- <laughs> talking to Jesus. But I mean, is that reality most of the time? No, I think that's a great space to Maybe be in. Maybe two times a year. Yeah. That we have all those little app, those yep. all together. We don't live in Seattle, but mm-hmm. all those little <laughs> things together, you know. Um, and, and so it's just not realistic mm-hmm. that those are going to be these moments that we're going to have yeah. all the time. Actually, what really happens is in the middle of an argument with someone mm-hmm. or, or a crucial conversation, yeah. all of a sudden the Holy Spirit is like, bing. Yeah. By the way, I have Mm -hmm. something to say to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm breaking through here. This is, I got something to say. So listen up. (laughs) It's like, you know, let's be realistic. It usually happens in community with other people. Yes, it does. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Okay. So let's just use an example. I, oh my goodness. I I mean, we are going to run out of time and need to do another one, but that's fine. Um, it's all good. We're going to get this. We're going to, we're going to take care of you this season. Yes. Girls, we've got your back yeah, or guys, whoever's listening. Hey, if dudes I are mean, listening, welcome. <laughs> we, it hasn't been our experience that guys really want yeah, to listen to. Our stats are pretty low on the male <laughs> listeners. I don't know why, but, but. I, but if you're here, welcome. welcome. We, love we love you. you. We okay. love, we you love are welcome you. here. Okay. Anyway. So I want to use an, a, a quick example. Okay. Um, So let's talk about, let's use the example of anger. Say you have an anger problem. I mean, (laughs) I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't, yeah, not me. I mean, never. Uh Uh-uh. I'm lying right now, so now I have a lying problem. Okay, (laughs) so you have an anger problem. You're feeling like a lot of anger and rage, and the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about it, okay? I This has been me. Oh, my goodness, this has been me. Thank thank you, Lord, that I have, have found significant freedom in this, but I but I want to use this as an example. So the Holy Spirit starts speaking to you about this anger problem and you know, it's negatively affecting you and those around you. So what's the first step? Mm-hmm. First of all, when you are like, Oh, I think this might be a problem. Yeah. Usually found in community. I mean, that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Prayer. First step prayer. Father, I know I have this problem. Forgive me. Make me new. Give me a heart that wants to choose love, joy, peace, and patience instead of anger. Show me the ways I can Choose yes. a different way of responding. Okay. The Holy Spirit will make you more like Jesus if you ask him to. Yes. Guess what? It's going to happen. He's yeah. going to do it. It's a simple byproduct of living in communion with him. Yes. When we abide in him, like it says in John 15, the natural outpouring will be the fruits of the spirit. Yes. Okay. So to walk by the spirit means that you're going to actually allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in everyday things. And you're going to put off those sins and those selfish behaviors. Okay. So then what's next? Then you ask yourself, why do I want to go to anger? Why, why is that my natural inclination? There's, there might be things I haven't dealt with. 
Mm-hmm. That was my, in a lot of ways. I had some serious resentment, yeah. serious bitterness that was leading to anger yeah. over like many, many, many years. Yeah. And I would just remember this rage just inside. Now, like most people didn't know it, mm-hmm. but boy, I could feel it. Oh yeah. It was boiling up in there. And it wasn't until I realized how I had, I had all these like expectations that hadn't been met that I, I mean, they were on, you know, they were realist, not realistic, yeah. but but ask the question. That's, that's one of the reasons emotions are good. Yeah. I love that. Right. Like what, what's going on? So now let's deal with it. Mm-hmm. Then after that practice, practice, practice. Yeah. That's when, you know, like crucified the sins of the flesh. You read that mm-hmm. for in Galatians. That's part of the crucifying is like, I'm going to put this sucker to death. Yeah. It doesn't oh. get to, it doesn't get to, yeah, it to doesn't win get here. to win. No. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. You know, we're actually out of time today, but we're going to continue this conversation on our next podcast. So stay tuned. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving us a review and sharing this with your friends? Come hang out with us on Instagram. You can find the link in the show notes.